The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. This message contains adult content and listener discretion is advised. Homosexual activity has been going on since the fall of mankind, but what began in earnest in the 1970s has now metastasized into a full-blown cancer on the earth. I'm talking about the radical homosexual agenda, which is now directly targeting our young children. We've become so woke here in America that to have any doubts that this sexual deviancy is unnatural or not normal makes most people question whether or not they're actually hateful bigots. Until 1973, homosexuality was rightly considered a mental disorder. But on December 15th of that year, the American Psychiatric Association asked all its members attending its convention to vote on whether they believed homosexuality to be a mental disorder. 5,854 psychiatrists voted to remove homosexuality from the list, and 3,810 voted to retain it. The American Psychiatric Association compromised, removing homosexuality from the list of mental disorders, but replaced it with sexual orientation disturbance for people in conflict with their sexual orientation. Thus began the push for what we now know today as transgenderism, even though the term was actually coined in the 1960s. So now, with today's godless American cultures, there can be no limits to the depths of perversity we'll accept and affirm in order to virtue signal our wholehearted acceptance of diversity. But it's actually perversity disguised as diversity. According to MedicineNet.com, in addition to male and female, there are now 72 additional genders. And according to law, either unwritten societal laws or actual city, state, and federal laws, we must all obey or pay the consequences of our bigotry. In 1987, the American Psychiatric Association removed homosexuality from its list of mental disorders completely, asserting that concepts of mental disorder can be rapidly evolving societal constructs that change as society changes. And according to a 2015 article published by Psychology Today, the standard of psychotherapy in the U.S. and Europe is homosexual affirming. Indeed, in countless cities, counties, and no less than 20 states, it's now illegal for a counselor, therapist, or pastor to counsel minors who are confused about their gender or have unwanted homosexual desire. You may have heard of Jeff Younger, the Texas father of twins who's been in a custody battle with his ex-wife, a pediatrician. One of the twins, a boy, was encouraged by his mother to transition to a girl at the age of two. Jeff said his son was happy, comfortable, and normal being a boy, but while living with his mother, the child took a female name and wore a girl's clothing. But it gets worse. Jeff would drop his son off at school in boys' clothes, but the teacher gave him a dress, and school officials refused to use his real name or male pronouns. They actively taught him in public school how to be a girl and made him use the girl's restroom. Younger stated, I've spent more than a million dollars trying to stop my ex-wife and the courts from chemically castrating my son. A pediatrician in Texas has planned to put him on chemical castration drugs at the age of nine. The child is nine now. Jeff Younger added, If they put James on chemical castration drugs, he'll be permanently maimed and sterilized. He'll never be able to have a family or normal sexual relationship with a wife. The American Academy of Pediatrics requires doctors to affirm children in false gender identities, rather than help them identify their biological sex. 
Texas, by the way, is one of the nation's largest providers of sex change surgeries and chemical castration hormone treatments to kids. And last spring, a Canadian father, Rob Hoagland, was sentenced to six months in jail for attempting to intervene in his young daughter's gender transition. This all began several years ago when Hoagland discovered that his then 12-year-old daughter's name had been changed in the seventh grade yearbook. His daughter had been shown education videos at her school, which are actually gender ideology indoctrination propaganda. She then decided she was a boy. The school affirmed her as a transgender and proceeded to socially transition her without informing her parents. The school kept all this a secret from the parents in accordance with British Columbia's Ministry of Education's Sexual Orientation and Gender Identity Policy, which dictates that parents have no right to know what their child's preferred sex, gender, or name is at school. The school later sent the girl to a psychologist and then to a doctor. That doctor laid out a plan to medically change Hoagland's then 13-year-old daughter into a male using injections of testosterone. And a year later, the hospital informed the parents they'd be medicalizing his daughter and that by law, they didn't need parental consent to do so. In 2019, a judge convicted Hoagland of family violence for using female pronouns when speaking about his daughter. Thus, his prison sentence, along with a huge monetary fine. Now, these are only two examples of situations very similar to this. Schools serve as powerful brainwashing facilities, and their goal is to turn as many healthy young people into confused, mentally disturbed, gender-questioning kids as possible, all without parents' consent or even knowledge. And as you've seen, parents who dare do speak out can end up in costly legal battles and even in prison. This is not only a massive human rights violation, but more than that, it's extreme child abuse taking place under color of law. But it's not just schools pushing the queering of our children today. It's everywhere. It's in the atmosphere, radio, TV, so-called public service announcements, billboards along the highway, the internet, movies, pop music, videos, and more. June became Homosexual Pride Month in 1999 when Bill Clinton declared it to be so. Pride celebrations include parades, marches, demonstrations, festivals, fairs, drag queen events, and much more, including special days at Disney World and other amusement parks around the country. Department stores like Target and Kohl's celebrate homosex with rainbow-colored clothing, especially for children. But Homosexual Pride isn't just for June anymore. It's morphed into a hideous demonic monster that preys on minds and souls, young and old, all year round. This is even commonplace now in government. Last year, the New York Times boasted that there were nearly 1,000 LGBTQ plus elected officials in the U.S. with the number rising fast. The Biden regime has fast-tracked this with the appointment of Richard, Rachel Levine, as Assistant Secretary for Health and Human Services. Levine is a morbidly obese transgender, perfect for running our National Health and Human Services Department. Levine was also named a four-star admiral in the U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps. Statnews.com states that Levine is using her newfound position and visibility to address a variety of inequities in health care while also serving as a role model for the LGBTQ plus community, particularly young people. Notice the part that says particularly young people. Because the emphasis is always on the kids for several reasons. 
First, the homosexual mob must recruit young people into their death style because they're unable to reproduce naturally, since homosexuality is the most unnatural thing in the world. Two men committing sodomy cannot be fruitful and multiply, nor can two women. Secondly, adult homosexuals have a known lust for young meat. You'll notice you see no rainbow flags flying at senior centers or nursing homes, but wherever children gather, the homosexual agenda is deeply embedded. The children are being groomed for sexual exploitation and rape. If you do the research, you'll find countless examples of pedophiles within the LGBTQ community. The P, by the way, stands for pedophilia. Last year, the Washington Post reported that one in six Gen Z adults are LGBT. Meanwhile, an article from U.S. News & World Report stated the number of teens who now identify as LGBTQ plus is at 20%. So one in five of our teens is now fully brainwashed into mental illness. And that number is rising daily with a steady flow of massive propaganda. And all of this is being funded heavily by just about every major corporation in the country. An organization known as the Human Rights Campaign, HRC, basically blackmails companies into compliance. If they don't support the homosexual and transgender agenda financially and in other ways, companies receive a bad score from the HRC. So the more these corporations donate to the cause, the higher approval score they receive, thereby virtue signaling their commitment to so-called equality. In case you're wondering, companies that top the list as platinum partners with HRC include Amazon, American Airlines, Apple Corporation, Coca-Cola, Google, Intel, Lyft, Macy's, Microsoft, Morgan Stanley, Nationwide Insurance, Pfizer, Target, and UPS. But there's virtually no company in the country that you can do business with anymore that does not support this agenda, openly and proudly. Financial support for the LGBTQ plus agenda is in the trillions of dollars. Now, I'm going to assume that few, if any of you, have ever attended a pride parade. I've been to a half dozen in Columbus, Ohio, where a group of Christians has tried to witness to those in attendance. The first year, there were only 22 of us. The last time we went, there were over 200. Only during the first year was I able to have any meaning, meaningful conversation with a group of lesbians and their friends. After coming to attack me, they relented and agreed to have a dialogue. In the end, they began to see the light, had tears in their eyes, and said, I think I have a lot to think about. Then they left the parade and went home. Columbus, Ohio is the second largest pride parade in the country with a half million people. The atmosphere is shocking to say the least. City ordinances against public nudity and lewd behavior are shelved. At these events, you'll see the deepest, darkest, most vile displays you can comprehend. The sodomites target Christians for physical attack and constant harassment. Meanwhile, the police view us as the bad guys, and should we so much as brush up against one of the hundreds of thousands of transgenders, homosexuals, or their allies, which, by the way, is very difficult to avoid in a crowd of a half million people, then they scream to the police that we have assaulted them. Meanwhile, we endure pushing, shoving, kicking, spitting, punching, and more, all to the delight of the police, because we are their entertainment.
And again, every company, corporation, and organization you can imagine is present. The last event we went to included no less than 40 so-called Christian churches marching in the parade in support of sodomy, transgenderism, sadomasochism, and pedophilia. I am not exaggerating. If anything, I'm sparing you the gory details. You know, it's very much like the story of Sodom in Genesis when the men of the city marched to Lot's house and surrounded it, demanding they send out the two angels so they could have sex with them, and then attempted to break down the door. Violence against Christians at these events has ramped up substantially with the complicity of the local police. It's grown worse with every passing year. Without the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, there's no depth to which the human mind and soul will not sink. No restraint, just hedonism, debauchery, and unbridled vile filth. And people take their small kids there and literally parade them in front of a half million lust-filled sodomites, literally in the parade. This has nothing to do with equality. It's pure demonic evil. It shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city and any nation that continues to be proud of this. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Ask for message number 364. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.